Welcome back to The Strong Room. On this segment, the founder and president of Macmillan Estate Planning, Sherry Macmillan, continues today's discussion on how trusts help protect your assets. She's in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770. So one of the designs that we contemplate when we're preparing an estate plan is we figure out what income level you might require for the balance of your life. So when we design an estate plan where they're looking for that kind of revenue, there's a number of things that we want to think about. The first one is we want to privatize that asset base. So if you're Snowbird, for example, and you go south, all that asset base that's going to support your lifestyle, it needs to be credit protected from the crazy that might happen when we're in the U.S. because they do have liability down there. And if you're a snowbird and you're brave that way, which is great, we want to make sure that if you were sued for any reason down there, a car accident or a contractor, then that asset base here in Canada would not have any exposure and would not be at risk because that's truly a pension for you. The second thing to know is many of us, because we are living decades and decades into retirement, I'm finding specifically my business owners or high-end executives that have had, you know, a very good career path are still interested in playing business is what I call it. They're choosing what business they play in. And when they do that, they're often on boards of directors. Um, they're helping their children establish their businesses. So they're participating in the community and business. If that is the case, we have liability. And whenever we're participating in business, I know on boards we can have insurance and so forth. But what we want to make sure of is that, again, we go back to whatever pool of wealth you're going to use to provide you a lifestyle, we privatize it. And then if you did have any credit risk being on that board or operating that business or helping your children operate theirs and having shares in their companies, then we're able to safeguard that asset base again. The next group that we want to contemplate are those professionals that we have what is called a look-through in law. And there are a number of professions that never can protect themselves from liability, but they can through trust law. So I'll explain that. Um, for example, if you are a practicing lawyer or have been in your history or an engineer, a physician, an accountant, when you build a corporation around your asset base in your business, what happens is the community at large has a look through. So if you build a bad bridge, I'm being goofy as an engineer, and 28 years later it collapses and you've been in retirement 28 years, your estate is at risk. Not true, however, if you've designed a trust and estate plan around your estate, because what you've done is you've separated it in law away from you and your credit risk personally held. And so a lot of people that are coming out of profession in that retirement shift, Peter, this is fundamentally important because they've crafted millions of dollars of wealth and yet all that history could still show up, you know, when they're 82 years old. And so we want to make sure that is safeguarded. The reality is when we've crafted an estate of high caliber, we want to give it protection because it has great meaning and value to our care through those decades ahead. So what form does protection take? Well, it's a great question, Peter, and I think most of us have always operated, as we made mention earlier, within the Bank Act of Canada rather than the Trust Act. And if we select the Trust Act and design our estate plan in that particular legal arena and tax arena, it has a few fundamental benefits. The first one is we can principal guarantee our asset bases, and that's really crucial considering 25% of the time the markets will be negative. The next one is we don't have to go through the lengthy process of court when we transfer our asset base to our spouse or our children in the next generation. We find that the estate will transfer as quickly as 30 days, if you can imagine, to the next tier of family members. The third, which is also very important, is that 
when we hold our estate through that mechanism, we actually do give ourselves privacy and lawsuit protection through the decades ahead. And I think this is important because we should have the freedom of choice to live life. I mean, if we're going to live three, three and a half decades, four decades into retirement phases, uh, we might want to do something with that time. And we may want to be part of the community in both a business, a volunteer sense in the U.S., traveling and enjoying life. And so we need that safeguard built right in. So as we all know, because the markets are quite volatile, um, for those of us that ha- draw our incomes from a, a business or rental revenue, it may not be as important. But for those of us who draw our, our incomes from traditional investments like stocks and RSPs and GICs and bonds, all of those areas have volatility associated with them in the bank law system. If we relocate them into the trust law system, we can actually put in a safety net around them. And what can happen is we have principal guarantees. And so when we design our retirement income stream, moving into the years ahead. We don't have to be as concerned about the market volatility as, let's say, our friend who is in the bank law system. And so what we can do is establish, and I call it a paycheck, Peter. And I say it very seriously because a lot of our families have crafted their estate uh, basically through business development and so forth. But what happens is we're very much accustomed, all of us, to getting a paycheck. We're not old money in Canada. We're new money. And so we... We bank on that. That goes in, we buy groceries, and we move on with life. So one of the emotional aspects when we shift into retirement is this. I don't want to spend my savings. It's a normal reaction of all of us, by the way. But what I say is, well, let's establish it that that portfolio you have crafted will actually give you a paycheck. And by doing it on a monthly basis, we find that families feel like it's their right then to use that paycheck and travel and enjoy their life and actually have a calm retirement lifestyle versus, you know, trying to draw 20 grand out of their savings. And all of us would react like, oh, dear, I've just taken 20 grand out of my savings. I've attacked the base. That's right. So we don't establish it that way. Alternatively, we establish it as a base and then put those principal guarantees in place and then derive an income stream from it on a monthly basis. And there are tax implications um, uh, either way, whether it's the Bank Act or the or the Trust Act that you do. Uh, but again, professional advice gives you both protection uh, and it gives you a sense of well-being and peace of mind that your asset base uh, has the protection it needs to be sustainable going forward. There is a lot that can be done with families um, in tax planning in this arena, and many of us neglect to do the tax planning. We might do investment planning, but we don't do tax planning. And I always say, well, isn't it more important what you get in your genes at the end of the day? Um, and so it's not particular about the actual investment itself. It's equally important that the tax plan is complementary to that. And so one of the unique options that we have, of course, in Canada is income splitting with spouses. And trust law can provide that kind of benefit to us and so that we pay a lower amount of tax on our annual income. So this is nothing to do with legacy planning. This is to do with our life planning for us and our partners over the course of time. The other area that's really um, become crucial, I think, Peter, is the area of what we call a dual citizen. So we have many families that have a spouse or an individual that is an American person. And so they've got to really be careful because they don't want to pay a double taxation situation where they're paying tax in America, paying tax in Canada, and then they transfer the estate to their spouse and pay tax all over again. Um, and so there are definite um opportunities, I would say, in tax planning for many of us in the community that haven't been thought through. A reminder, 
The Macmillan Estate Planning Life and Legacy Seminar is coming up Wednesday evening, September 23rd. You can register for this complimentary event by calling 403-266-6464 during business hours, Monday through Friday, or registering online at macmillanestate.com. Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. This is The Strong Room.